one more week left of the regular season and two teams actually have played their ninth game. One of those two teams was Shocker City who actually lost twice in week eight. So we talked about how they rarely lose twice in a season and they have now lost twice in one night, just shattering records for Shocker City. This is all a cover for the Run TMC Redeem Team game. We'll get to that in a second. We're just gonna shift our attention to Shocker Flint um, just to make Eddie mad. And you know, despite Greg Horn, you know, he was right on the prop bet for Eddie Whitman, but I do have this on him forever. I do know your name. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, the prop bets and the games and all that stuff. Then do some playoff previews, which is why I'm holding the standings right here. Welcome to the Week 8 Post Game Show. Drew, Julia, Evan, Slat, Eddie. Eddie's just making it rain today. I'm not, a, I'm not Eddie's biggest fan today, but it's all right. <laughs> Big night for Eddie and Redeem Team. That takes a little bit of a backseat because of the implications in the Shocker City Flint Tropics game that just took place. Supposed to be a Week 9 game, took place in Week 8. Flint Tropics get the win, as I mentioned. Shocker City losing earlier to Scott Sott, which would have stole some of the headlines. Um, but that was for the two seed, as the Flint Tropics were very aware going into that matchup. And they have all but locked up a top two seed um, for the playoffs. What did Shocker City do in that nightcap? We'll start with that. That wasn't enough. And it, you know, both teams playing their second game of the night, and the Flint Tropics come away with the win. It just seemed like they were constantly chasing them throughout the entire game. Like they would hit a big three, and then Flint would go down and match that, and they just couldn't get over the hump. They almost came back. Was it? I think it was tied at one point right. in that fourth quarter. They and then did Flint erase came that down and hit a three, and they got a steal. I think. So. Yeah. Flint at one point had an eleven-point lead, but that quickly went away. Um, Jason Hernandez, hit, he was hitting threes all night. Mm -hmm. Him and Mike Masudo were going back and forth, like Slot said. You know, every time Jason got one, they just answered with another three of their own. And they held up for the end. Yeah, and um, so we're going to get to what that means in a second. But the Flint Tropics do finish the season 8-1. and one. They won't be playing next week. They await the winner if Run TMC wins against the Bricklayers next week. Because Run TMC beat, beat the Flint Tropics, that will be the one seed. Flint can't fall beyond two. Speaking of Run TMC tonight, they lose to the Redeem team. Um, you know, big win for Redeem as they now are five and three after the win with one game remaining, and now control. You guys lost to Nick Strong, right? Yep. All right, so we'll get to that in a second. So Redeem team and Nick Strong both five and three because of the head-to-head -head tiebreaker. Redeem team with a Nick Strong loss next week can get up to as high as three. If they lose, and you guys lost to Shocker City, right? Yep. It's easier to ask Eddie. I'm not rubbing it in. So then they can fall <laughs> as four as far as six. So the range for Redeem Team 3-6, to six. same for Nick Strong. It could be a bunch of 5-4 and four teams. But first, what did Redeem Team do besides hit a ton of shots to get the win? Well, it's not only what Redeem Team did, but obviously run TMC without Reggie Stewart, the league's leading points per game getter. And, I mean, Redeem Team just played more sound team basketball in this one, I think. Eddie was uh, hitting it, getting hot from downtown pretty early and slowed down a little bit, but that's okay because... Um, Lockdown defense. Lockdown defense, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, of but uh, Eric Singleton, Melcon Horton kind of holding it down for the team. Eric with, honestly, probably one of the best dunks of the year, in my opinion. Getting right past you and uh, throwing it down on Slat. Sorry, Sorry Slat. Slat. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's my bad. It's my bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Melquan holding it down on defense, Eric holding it down on offense, and just overall a very well-rounded game for a redeemed team. And run TMC not playing their best basketball, not getting enough contributions out of everyone, and that was the answer for uh, Redeem Team in this one. Yeah, like I mentioned, and we'll touch on all these teams again, Redeem Team 5-3. and three. Nick Strong improves to 5-3 and three with a win over the Silly Senders tonight. They almost only had 
one player. They dropped um, 100. Dropped 100 mm -hmm. on them, and they beat the Silly Senders quickly. Nick Strong, if not, I think that is five in a row yeah. for Nick mm -hmm. Strong after starting Watch on out. three. So five in a row, looking to make it six in a row and climb from maybe last place in the standings technically as, you know, up to three. Um, what did they do in week eight to make it five in a row? Yeah, I think definitely in this league I'm noticing a huge trend. I mean, depth and experience, you got to have it to win and be successful. And Nick Strong has been on their game the last couple games. They definitely have the depth, and Silly Senders definitely did not have their depth tonight, and they don't have the experience. So I think that's huge for them, big fatal flaw for them. So good looks from Nick Strong. Looking forward to playoffs. Yeah. I mean, sure. I think I wasn't watching this game, but I just got to say how impressed I've been with Nick Strong. Uh, I wrote an article about them last week, but they've really kind of, they played their first three games super competitively against arguably the three best teams in the league and lost, and ever since then, they've, they've been proving their doubters wrong. I mean, Mike Vesicchio's been leading the way for them, but I think Ryan Florentine's the un unsung hero for that team. He does it on both ends. Yep. He can knock down the three ball whenever he wants. He's locked down on defense. He's someone who teams come into not knowing about and leaving absolutely knowing about him on the floor. I think Chris Leak's been a great pickup for them yeah. too. I think ever since they got him, yeah. it's been mm -hmm. a whole new team, so he's been really good for them. Right. Tough to think that the Sikio brothers are such a great dynamic duo. Yep. That's They're really all, I mean, at this point, you mentioned the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Keep going. They're Go so, ahead. I mean, I Keep just think rolling. they're so strong and they They're really kind of have like unlimited motors. They kind of <laughs> just never stop running, which is just huge for them, and it's going to carry into the playoffs for them as well. And they definitely have the confidence. I mean, confidence yeah. is also key in this league, and oh, yeah. they definitely have it. Mm -hmm. For sure. So Nick Strong, we talked about them as high as three, maybe on the four. Silly Centers have locked up the nine seed. Bricklayers the eight seed. Bricklayers lost to Flint earlier, so we'll get to that. I don't want to overshadow that, but they, because of the tiebreakers, are the last seed. What are you pointing at? Sam Leventhal behind the camera trying to motion stuff. <laughs> We're going to go to Scott's thoughts, though, because they earned their third oh, yeah, win tonight. Um, yeah. What did I say? Bricklayers on the nine seed. Oh, ten seed. I'm sorry. Ten I'm, seed, I'm, I'm just seed, being a Bricklayer, you know, fan. So he senders are the nine seed. Bricklayers the ten seed. We'll get it right eventually on the post game show. Uh, Scott Stotts earning their third win, like I talked about, to kick off the night, beating Shocker City by a point. Um, they played run TMZ very tough last week, carried that over again and beat Shocker City. Scott Stotts, you know, got a lot of love on the podcast from Greg and Connor. What did they do tonight to kind of carry the, the momentum from last week? Yeah, so. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I called this one from the beginning. I said, I, I went up to Eddie, I went up to Greg, I went up to Con, I went up to Julie. I said, wow. I don't know. I got, like, I saw them walking in. I said, I don't know. They got something about them today. And then also, it didn't, it it helped that uh, Greg told me that David Armstrong's out for the rest of the year yep. with a torn ligament. And obviously, hope he's uh -huh. healing quickly. But that was a huge factor for them. And I've been really impressed with Scott's Tots recently, and it showed in this one. I mean, not really a huge contribution out of anyone. I think 13 points was the top score. But uh, on the other end, kind of an off game for Chalker City. Um, uh, Devon Pratt led the way with 25 points, and Jason Hernandez was heating up from at the beginning of the game. But after that, they kind of fell flat. There's a lot of arguing with the refs, a lot of this, a lot of that. And Scott's Tots, I mean, good for them. Big win. Yeah, I didn't actually watch this game. I saw it from afar, but I'm definitely impressed with Scott's Tots. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do in the playoffs. I think it surprised everyone but Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Shocker City was missing three of their better players with Kintuan Miles, yep. Trell Vargas, and Gabe Armstrong. Still a great win, though, for Scott's Tots. Got to give them a lot of credit. They played hard, and they did play as a team, so good, great win for them going into the playoffs. 
Yep, and I think the only game I'm forgetting before we do a standings recap is Flint Bricklayers. Yep. Right, we did five other games. Awesome. So that was oh, the Flint. Nope. Sports oh, nope. Sports, let's sports do that one first. Sports of Tune Squad. See, that's why Drew's here. I know his name and he helps me out. <laughs> Very important to get people's names right so they it's don't exactly make you look right. like an idiot. There you go. Uh, sports of Tune Squad, the other nightcap at 9 o'clock. Sports of holds on by three points. Yep. Tune Squad made a huge run at the end of the game mm -hmm. and they were down 10 you know, in the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. if not more. Came all the way back. I thought Tune Squad was going to pull it out. Sports of with four guys. Sportsbook does get the win, and so that means really quick. Sportsbook four and four again could be five and four, and if some things fall right, could go up to three. We don't know about the tiebreakers. First win in four weeks too. For, and they, they snapped their losing streak. They were going the other way of Nick Strong, and uh, Toon Squad now three and five, so they had a chance to get in this mix as well with that matchup of two teams kind of jockeying for position. What did Sportsbook do with only four you know guys tonight? Yeah, I mean they dressed probably three or four of their best players, so I mean, that helped. Um, I uh, I asked at the end of the game how their conditioning, like, how <laughs> tired they were. They said the fact that they play together so often and the fact that they know each other, it helps so much. Um, Brian Acevedo was lighting it up from downtown basically all game. They kind of had no answer for him, and on the other end of the floor is kind of just Jaden Battle. Uh, we talk about Chad McCoy a lot. 41, right? He had 40, 41 yeah, he had 41 points. points. He nice. basically hit anything <laughs> that he shot. And uh, I was expecting a big night out of Chad McCoy, considering he was the tallest and biggest guy on the floor. And he dominated, but he was getting uh, the ball picked from him, or just stolen from him, at the uh, right under the basket, basically 9 out of the 10 times. So hmm. he's got to do a lot, a lot better with ball security. And on the other end, sports look ball movement, they were talking, hitting their shots. When you hit your shots at that high of an efficiency, then you're just going to, it's a higher percentage that you're going to win the game. Yeah, sure. I think, again, with sports look, the experience helped them for sure. They were definitely down. They didn't have any subs tonight. So <laughs> that was kind of letting me root for Toon Squad. I was hoping that they would pull out the win. But, again, Jaden Battle, 41 points. I could see that they were playing as a team tonight, which was a first. I haven't seen them play very much, but they were definitely playing as a team, and I think that helped their confidence and helped them keep it close. Shout out Sportslook, too. They took no timeouts in this entire game. <laughs> we're like, yeah. I just want to add, like, yeah, Sportslook with no subs. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, Toon Squad looked like double or more of yeah. their roster, so I think that speaks volumes <laughs> as to how conditioned they are. For sure. Mm -hmm. And so not an easy game for Nick Strong next week. We kind of talked about all the seeding. It's going to be easier to look at a standings page than us trying to rattle them off. So the standings obviously are on the on the website. But Scott's Tots and Nick Strong next week with huge, huge stuff. So Eddie is now loving the matchup. I am. Because, I mean, that's going to be a great game between two teams that know each other. They're friends. But if Nick Strong loses, that opens the door for a redeem team to win and get the three seed. And, again, the matchups on the bracket, three plays, you know, on the same side as the two, the four and the five play in the quarterfinals. Um, so that's one of the matchups. Bricklayers, TMC, we mentioned. Redeem Team Toon Squad, so not necessarily an easy game, but um, that has implications for Toon Squad and Redeem Team. And Sportsbook Silly Senders, if Sportsbook only has four guys, Silly Senders have shown that the length and they're putting some stuff together. You know, no team is you know, completely rolling over, especially in week nine with the playoffs right around the corner. Really quick, one word, because this has been a long one and we got to get out of here. One word to sum up what you're expecting in week nine as far as seating and stuff like that. Let's see, we're trying to keep it interesting. Sam is not a fan of the question. One word, summing up the week through week eight, I don't care, week nine, good. I think upsets. Okay. Still mine. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say blowouts. You, oh, you think the week nine will be blowouts? Yeah, I mean, I think Ron TMC is gonna blow out bricklayers. Of course you um, do. I mean, Flynn already won, but yep. I don't know, we'll see. Okay. Hmm. 
Shocking. Shocker. No intended. All right. Well, Shocker City won't be playing in week nine, so there you go. I think upsets? unpredictable, but upsets, unpredictable, yeah, for sure. Like it. Uh, referees. Oh. Referees, because I think that's going to affect the game down the, down the line. Yeah, week. and then, so next week's week nine, after that, we do have the playoffs where the top six technically get a bye, where they don't have to play twice in one night. So that's kind of the reward for being in the top six. And then jockeying for position, we're going to break down all the matchups. After week nine, we'll have those playoff seeds for you. And the bracket that uh, we get to put together to the chagrin of Sam Leventhal behind the camera. <laughs> Very good job. <laughs> um, hi, Weekly Rebound. What? All right. And yeah, good. We have the last word from Greg Horn, as always. He said Shocker City. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he said Go Shocker City. Yeah, yeah, all this stuff. Listen to the Weekly Rebound. They'll have some playoff preview stuff coming on. And we'll be back for a Week 9 post-game show next week. From InSports, thanks for watching.